0: Welcome to A Sex Worker's Guide to the Galaxy, where the answer to life, the universe, and everything is sex workers. I'm your host, Parker Westwood. I'm coming at you today with the other half of the interview with Makeda Joy. And I believe I left it as a cliffhanger uh, where we were about to talk about joy, and so this is the last half of the conversation where we go in hard about joy and resilience. Um, and and we, we get deep, but we have fun. And I am really excited for y'all to hear it. And yeah, I think we could all use a little more joy and a little help cultivating resilience right now. Um, Yeah, I think talking about joy right now is appropriate considering the state of the world. And I just want to send out a whole lot of love to all of you listening right now because it's just a scary world right now. Um, And and I love y'all. So I hope that, I hope you're doing well. And I'm really glad you're here. So thank you. For being you and for being here and for doing what you do, but before we jump in, we're gonna do a little of the general podcasty things. If y'all listen to podcasts, I'm sure you're so used to this. This podcast is brought to you by all of the lovely Patreon supporters. Uh, if you would like to become a supporter of this podcast, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/SexyGalaxyPod and check it out. Um, There's a lot of different levels. I recently added a $1 level, so you can support this podcast for $1 a month. Um, Every little bit helps. 50% of the proceeds on Patreon go towards sex worker exclusive art events uh, via... Answer Detroit, a network of sex workers to excite revolution. Um, So that's really freaking cool. You get to support uh, the expression and ability to tell our own stories of sex workers, um, specifically in Detroit. So do that. Uh, But if you can't do that, no big deal. I'm still glad you're here. Glad you're listening. If you have a bit of time and gumption, um, you could leave a glowing review on whatever platform you listen to this podcast. It really does help. And I do read them all and they make me so happy. So, um, yeah, shout out to everyone who's left a review. Much love. Um, You can also follow the show on Twitter at SexyGalaxyPod. You can follow me on Instagram at Parker.Westwood. And I I think that's all the things that I need to talk about regarding the podcast at least for now um stay tuned but with all of that being said I think I think we should talk about joy so let's get into it um because in this world there's a lot of things that are cause mm-hmm. grief and anger and sorrow and we have to have the fucking other side of the coin we, got
1: to. we, we gotta, gotta flip play.
0: it yeah it's time to flip it honey it's time to find. So, your last name is Joy. Yeah. Um, so, t- tell us a little bit about how you came up with your name, and then launch into Joy for you. Okay. Like, yeah, I want to hear. Okay. It.
1: So, for anybody listening, like I'm actively smiling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Big ass cheeks. Like just as enjoy. <laughs> um. So I'm really corny in that matter, but I really. My dad, before he passed away, like was a huge proponent for just like joy, happiness, like not toxic happiness where you just always avoid shit, but just like glasses half full, like keep going, very motivational, always make new stories was one of his um mantras um you know always find the new reason to explore and have adventure and have something to look forward to and a reason and something to tell you want to be able to share something that you did so always make these stories um so Makeda, so i have this like long standing folkloric crush on like queen sheba mm. and for anybody who like ever grew up or had to read the bible at some point there's a book called song of solomon which is a book of erotic poetry Amazing! and oh yeah they have to preach a sermon about that girl they're gonna tell you to <laughs> keep your legs shut but right there in the middle honey the king is talking about how the woman's breasts are like barns in a
0: field and oh yes
1: girl. yes so I definitely skipped this
0: part when I read the book.
1: Uh, no, no, no. You need to get that because you might convert. You might come back. If <laughs> <laughs> you just, if it could be that part and then the part where Jesus was flipping the tables, like I like the Jesus. <laughs> and then I like erotic poetry. Yes. The rest of that, you know, we can, you know, it's got some good things. But the point is, apparently the book is said to be written by King Solomon. By the Queen Sheba, who is said to have come from um, I think it's at like the land of Kush. This is like folklore. This isn't specifically in that book, uh, mm-hmm. Song Solomon, but like the land in Africa where like people had dark skin, so like um, um, very dark skin, so like mine. And mm-hmm. so that might be like present-day Sudan, um, um, Aretria, Kenya, like these areas, like further. North of the Nile, and apparently they said that she traveled to see King Solomon, and you know she brought you know camels, and they were heavy with gold, and she just walked in, and like she was the baddest bitch, and she was smart, and she was fine, and she was rich, and she was like, "Hey, boo," and he was like, "Ah, oh, shit." Oh, no. And <laughs> then, <laughs> so there's so many cultures that have written about her, So she shows up in the Bible, the Torah, the Quran. Um, there's like art made about her in like medieval Europe, like when Christianity starts from right there. Um, so there's just a lot of lore about her in this intense beauty and wealth that has spanned the test of time. And so she goes by a lot of different names. Uh, there's Shiva. Um, there is, um, I think, of course, there's Makeda. And then what's the one in Islam? Is it Melanek? Now, did you watch the show American Gods? I haven't yet. That is on my list. Uh, I've heard it. I cannot weird. believe. It is the craziest, most wonderful shit because I also love like lore about like cultural deities. Same. The mythology and is it,
0: so fun. Girl, and
1: so oh, shout out the mythology. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> So I can't remember her name in Islam, but and I'm, I can't believe I'm forgetting. But anyways, like she's just been brought into this culture and respected throughout time, mm. and and just for this like regality in Ethiopia. Oh yeah, they're saying she may be from Ethiopia and Sudan. So I forgot about Ethiopia. Shout out to Ethiopia. But Ethiopians believe that she. Um, is like the distant ancestor of um, like, she was the beginning of like the Ethiopian empire. And she ended up um, like as the ancestor of, I think it was Haile Selassie, who ended up with like the king or the emperor of Ethiopia and they defeated the Italians. So like they were never conquered. They were like the only country that was ever colonized in Africa. All these things, the point <laughs> is, I'm trying to, like, I don't know if anybody listening can tell. I'm a freaking nerd. And I just read stuff. But I'm also very awkward. And so it mixes, it all mixes together. And it might be hard to follow. Please just laugh along with me and love me and, not, and just accept me for great. Point being, yes. Makeda is a bad bitch from the ancient world. And she is dark and she is opulent and she is respected and she is sensual mm. and she is unforgotten. Yes boom, hey, I'm in the room. That's me. So, so that's where the came from. And joy was just like, who am I presenting myself as in the world as a provider? But like, no matter where I may walk, what do I want to come with? What am I able to leave behind? So like, even with my clients, like, we're going to laugh and we're going to be a little silly. And there might be some smack talking because that always makes me laugh. Yes, And I feel like clients don't always expect it, especially if they're coming in for like this very sultry or sexy, you know, experience. And I mean, you're going to get that too because balance, mm-hmm. but, you know, like I feel like it can also help to break up. There's a lot of ways to experience pleasure, I guess is what I'm saying. So yes, the physical part yes, the romantic part, yes, the talking, but let's be silly too. Like, are we going to jump on the bed? Are we smack talking? Like, so that's who I like to be in the world, but I'm especially like really conscious of that when taking a lover.
0: Yes, I completely agree. Like intellectual play is such Mm an important piece for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And a lot of time that is like, talking shit to each other because I love that or like good intellectual discourse yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: so like my first like even just like intellectual like I have a thing for being taught I don't know if I have like a professor fetish mm. I don't know I'm just gonna put that out there to That's relatable. Mm-hmm. I, you relatable know, teach me something <laughs> I want it I want an A plus what do I have to do <laughs> but my first client. Um, was Portuguese and so he talked to me about like the history of like the relationship between Portugal and Japan and I'm like what? So like of course like land there, post you know petite Mort Mm -hmm. but just having the best conversation and like I don't know whenever I would, when else I would get to have that or who else he would even be able to share that with like who in his life might be willing to talk about something that's a part of his experience and learning and culture. And I I really appreciate that about this work is that, you know, and I know you understand this, but there's this very unique, like safe space where you get to talk, where where clients get to tell stories that they probably haven't gotten to tell in a long time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they got to, you know, get to share memories that probably most people in their circle either already know, or they, um, you know, were there when they were made. And I guess in ways it kind of remembers, it, it may, it reminds me of like, you know, make new stories, but you make new stories because you want to be able to tell them. And if you can't tell them, like, you know, you might forget it. Like, you don't get to experience that pleasure of that same memory again so I really love being able to you know draw that joy out in different ways yeah and um so yeah that always makes things really really sweet and then I'm edified because I've learned something new it's you know kind of done something from my professor kink and yes. we all
0: go home happier <laughs> <laughs> I love that I mean that that rings so much truth for me too, where it's like, I, I talk about the power of stories a lot. I mean, that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons I started this podcast is I think that mm-hmm. we, when we tell our own stories, there's power in that not only for us, but those hearing it. Um, mm-hmm. And I love the idea of like creating new stories while also making space. To like hold old stories for clients, mm-hmm. as well, like ones mm-hmm. that we don't get to tell anymore, because they have. I can definitely resonate with that. There's a lot of clients who have told me things that I'm just like, oh, like mm-hmm. I can't think of a single person in your life you could probably tell that to. Yeah, it's a it's a privilege. That
1: part is a privilege to okay. like to be trusted, mm-hmm. and to be able to create a sense of safety. And I think that, like. Clients come because it's the whole package and not every client wants to talk. That's fine. But I think yeah. the ones that we all really appreciate are the ones where like there's a level of depth yeah, where you can have that container of like, this is just a private space and just us. And like, you know, and I know, and that's it. And it's safe here. Like you're safe here. Yeah. And, and then like the client can breathe. We can all appreciate it. there's this kindness and joy and then that's what you're left with not the traffic you had to deal with to get to each other you know we don't have to think about trying to make sure our makeup was like none of the 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 backstage stuff lingers it's just like what happens in that sweet spot on stage where like joy was cultivated and then joy is remembered Mm -hmm. and for me I believe that I am in the business of that how do I cultivate and hold joy and make it linger yeah. and make it reputable? That's, that's how I look at this. And I have such a, I have such a, um, what is I want to say? Like, um, compassion for like the male experience, which I know a lot of people are like, yeah, whatever, fuck that, fuck men. <laughs> you know and and i you know i what i think is that and i learned this with my ex is like back in the day if we were all in a tribe <clears throat> if a man could not hunt then the tribe would still bring meat for his family mm-hmm. but now because we all are so separated if you're in a you know, heteronormative home, and said man cannot go out and hunt, then even though, like, culture has told this story and continues to perpetuate this story on so many men, yeah, you know, there is no support anymore.
0: Yep.
1: One of my favorite writers, um, the artist formerly known as Kareem Steffens, aka Elizabeth Austin, um, says that, like, toxic masculinity fucks with men, too
0: yes like absolutely. it
1: damages them too so whenever I have a client and in the world in whatever way like he has to perform he has to have his mask he's not allowed to make a mistake he's not allowed to fail and if I'm able to for a moment create this space of like safety and joy and ease because that's what I want to live by yep I don't want to do it I don't want to be doing. Uh, emails all a damn day and being in meetings all damn day so I try to find and cultivate joy for myself I love to share that with people you want a cup of sugar you want some coffee I'm still a southern woman <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm still you know what I'm saying you got kids I'm gonna play with your kids you got a dog I'm gonna play with your dog so I have this when I came into that understanding with my ex of like oh this is what a lot of men experienced but I got to see like internalized yeah. Um, like toxic masculinity impacts men too. Mm-hmm. i like, oh shit, okay. There's a need for more joy here. How can I support this in a joyful space? So,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's important. Um, I mean, recognizing that toxic masculinity is toxic for everyone involved. Like men, everybody, non-binary folks, everybody, and. Um, I think also in this work, it's what I enjoy about that angle is that we're being compensated for the emotional labor to hold mm-hmm. space for men mm-hmm. to fall apart. Whereas like often, hey. you know, often that is a space where women are just expected to hold that and not, and it's not recognized as labor. Um, and so part of what we're paid for is discretion. Like we are a neutral party, we aren't gonna interfere with your life. And then also, like, we're paid to hold that space kindly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um paid to hold space for men to
1: fall apart. Also, again, for the listeners, because I'm <laughs> seven and spent so many years in <laughs> my life in church, I will interject. And I might inter- I don't mean to interrupt you part, when I go, oh uh-huh. my
0: Child.
1: <laughs> my God. You better.
0: It's all good. I mean, I spent nine years in Detroit, so I, I get I'm here for it. Yep. Okay, you. <laughs> you
1: understand the thing. So when you say something, you say, Oh, that's juicy as fuck. And I say, Oh, you better. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta say hey, that, girl. Say hey, that. Um, uh, I'm here for it. Yeah. So it, one of my one of my favorite clients. I feel like I'm gonna say all of my clients are my favorite clients. But he... <laughs> a good <laughs> um, problem to have. <laughs> I, I'll take it. I'll take mm-hmm. it. Um he like is a rapper and has like tattoos all over like all over his face. No worry. There's a lot of rappers with tattoos all over their face. We will not identify him. Mm-hmm. Um but if you're listening. <laughs> um but like really what he wanted to do was like stare into my eyes and kiss Mm. and some other things too you know we did the things but like that is what lingered yeah that he just wanted to be like right in his face and like a kiss
0: yeah and I was
1: like nobody would look at this person walking through the world Mm -hmm. and I was oh oh I loved him so much for that I was like oh you're gonna get all these kisses. Yes. And that's I when I was, say, uh,
0: when I say men to, for men to fall apart, that's what I mean is like yeah. that front,
1: like yeah. they don't necessarily
0: yeah. like cry and sob and like yeah. fall apart, but like their facade, like the yes. they have to put on every day to participate in the yeah. masquerade of masculinity. Right. Yeah.
1: The masquerade of, mas- girl, you are such, that's <laughs> how, <laughs> To Parker in the wordplay, <laughs> I like words. Girl, girl, I like words. No, thanks. that could be a
0: shirt. I, like, I words.
1: like words. I would have it in every color, um, but it, it, I, I, one hundred percent, one thousand percent, like, agree with that, experience that, and I love the reframing of fall apart because you still have. The experience like masculinity wraps around a person, toxic masculinity. It's like, I'm not falling apart. Yeah. I'm just, you know, but really like a lot of the clients who see us do just want to have a soft space to land for a while Mm -hmm. and they, you know, may call that in between thighs and that's soft too, but that's like an extension. I think of what a lot of clients are looking for. Yeah. I think that it is it's the softness it is a place to undress literally and figuratively yes and it is noble work mm-hmm. I love it I cannot get enough of it I yeah I will not start singing this song to places of quarters in me but golly I've, I've, I'm still really honored to be able to do this.
0: yeah same
1: um and then I think like when I think of how many years I was locked inside and unwilling to unable to participate yep um and I think what changed for me right as I was journeying into becoming this this extension of myself Mm -hmm. is that I realized that if I was intimate with a stranger and not just not just like when you go out and you meet somebody at a bar and you fuck up and then that's it. Like not what I'm talking about, but like you meet a stranger. And then I realized if I could show up and immediately decide that I'm going to love this person. Never seen them before. May never see them again, but we've got this time Mm -hmm. together with just us in a room. Can I love them? Can I show up? Can I? Like, it doesn't matter what race I am or color. It doesn't matter my gender. Doesn't matter my socioeconomic background. Doesn't yeah. matter what degree I have. It's just two strangers showing up and deciding that they're willing to care. Yeah. And I think that it is the sexiest, most courageous, most selfless act of like self-love and like love for humankind and et cetera, et cetera. i think it's beautiful because there's so many things especially being a woman a southern woman a southern mm. black woman a southern black christian woman of do not be one of those girls mm. keep yourself closed off they're not safe they're going to think of you this way they want to take they 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 talk about men talk about society so i was definitely built up with walls and the walls are called safety And there's layers and levels, especially generationally. Um, But then to show up and, like, be able to do this work has been an exercise in saying, like, oh, those walls actually didn't make me any more empowered. Letting go of all of these things is actually, like, a really sweet space. It's a very warm, honey kind of space. And so I'm like, yeah, I... This is the sauce. Again, privilege because not everybody like takes and is able to see the work in that way, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's my privilege even in that. So the gratitude for that, the connection with clients in that way. Um, I, I, it's, I'm so thankful. It's the juiciest thing. <laughs> I love that experience. And I do it over and over and over
0: again. Yeah. And that's, as you were talking, I was thinking too, um, about in order, like in order for us to be able to hold that space and, um, and cont- continue to do that. Like for these strangers, as you say, like it takes, it does take some energy to like extend in that way to make someone else mm-hmm. feel comfortable enough to also extend back. Um, yeah. so and we're talking about joy i think it's important to recognize that like there's a certain amount of like self-care and mm-hmm. cultivating resilience that we need to do in order to be able to do this work long term um mm-hmm. or to do this work at all um in a, in an effective yeah. way because we have to be okay in an, in ourselves in order to hold a container for someone else absolutely um, yeah so i was curious since we're talking about joy and cultivating and resilience, like, what do you do for you to, like, build resilience and cultivate joy for yourself?
1: See, that was a really good layup you did. <laughs> you are so good.
0: I feel so seen by you.
1: <laughs> Girl with a magnifying glass. Girl, I love, I stand, goddamn. (laughs) (laughs) So, if I'm going to cultivate joy for anybody, I better damn master it for myself Mm -hmm. or get pretty close. Mm -hmm. So, I love to sing. Mm -hmm. I've got really good acoustics in my apartment, and I will listen to music all day long um so singing brings me so much joy I've been singing since I was literally probably like four or five. Ugh, I love that so you know I know you love that why do you love
0: that Carter? <laughs> <laughs> I also love singing a lot um voice is very important to me um Shout yeah the voice voice yeah i mean that's part of stories right it's just like using our own voice to Mm -hmm. to express our own story um with the words we choose to 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 tell it so yeah Yeah. i feel you in that it's it's so powerful yeah man uh singing was like my
1: first joy my first art Mm. um i love to write yeah. So you know we talk about words. I love words.
0: I love words. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love that Reggie. Uh, <laughs> uh, love words. I love to write. Um, I love to dance. I definitely. So I when I would like club, I would be the person dancing and people like, man, you had a lot to drink. And I'd be like, I'm sober. Like, I, out there, shameless and loose, dancing with strangers, it does not matter. I will throw it around in Atlanta. I have thrown it around in Mozambique. Mm. I will throw it around, and everybody better catch it or stand back. Love to dance. Yes. Um, And, like, to dance growing up, like, did a little bit of ballet and tap and jazz was in the band in college and so like music and movement and word like they all like live in this form that I have live in yes. um wow and then okay joy my selfish guiltiest pleasure in the world is bath
0: time yes tell us about <laughs> the bath time I love it. Well, first of all, I will, I want to say for the listeners that when we got on, before I started recording, Makeda was just like, I just took a bath. I am, I am cleansed. I am, <laughs> I have anointed myself. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did anoint myself. I did.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. So I don't know when this started. I don't know. Like, I don't know when this became like my addiction. But I do remember, and I think I mentioned this to you, there's a book called Pussy. Yes. And the author, I think her name is Regina Thomas Hauer. And I read this book years ago. But it's kind of like a collection of short stories of like her like feminine wiles Mm -hmm. and things that she does and that she's developed just to be like ultra feminine. And one of them is that she got rid of her shower curtain and would only take baths, Being that, like, hmm. bathing, it doesn't have to be, like, this rushed ritual, like, oh, I've got to get out of the house in, like, five minutes. You knew you had to leave at three. Like, why did you wait until 2.50 to take a shower? <laughs> so, like, she... You coming for
0: me right now? <laughs> no, I'm no, like, never. Never, ever.
1: Coming for the culture. That's what I'm coming for. That's for real, though. Um, and so she was like, "No, she's only going to do baths because it is at least this, however long that she guarantees herself that she has no other obligations, and she can make it as luxurious as she wants." Mm. So that was a few years ago. I read that book several years ago, and then I learned about like the concept of um. People taking like herbal baths and spiritual baths. Yes. And like for a whole nother like intended thing. And I was like, that's sexy. And then of course everyone knows like if their muscles are sore, you take a bath with Epsom salt. So like there's just this relationship with baths. So, anyways, this was winter twenty twenty-one that I was just like I'm still locked in. I was in a COVID bubble at the time. I was like, I got nothing but time on my hands. So I would take the most opulent bath that I Mm. could create.
0: I love that so much. Girl. I
1: would get like fresh mint or fresh basil from the grocery store and like put that in the warm water. Um, Of course, like coconut Epsom salt or maybe bath bombs. Um, goat milk. I love to put goat milk in the bath. This one particular day, I was rather excited and I did put champagne in the bath because, like, I was like, I'm the celebration. Like, what in the pot bottles for me? Yes. Um, that was outstanding. Um, I had like some white roses one day, and so I put like all those petals in the water. And then, of course, I've got like candles all over. And, like, Palo Santo and, like, meditative music. And so, as a matter of fact, at the time, I would do two baths. And so, like, my first bath would be, like, goat milk and Epsom salt and, like, coconut and stuff. And then I would drain that and then fill another one. And, oh, I put honey in the bath. Yeah. Gosh, girl. Like. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, for anybody listening, like, damn, she had a lot of time on her hands. Not all the time, and I don't do that all the time, but I do believe in making pleasure intentional. Yes. If somebody can book with an escort, an escort for 90 minutes, then can you book is there can you book 10 minutes for yourself? Right. Can you book 20 minutes for yourself? What can you do? And so this was my ritual of being opulent and intentional where no one else had to look. Yeah. It was just me. Um, I remember yeah. around that time I, like, bought my first, like, Agent provocateur lingerie. Yeah. And I would take my bath, put on my lingerie, and go to sleep. And it was just me. Oh, that's so girl. Bad. That was... That was the place that I was in. So now my baths have definitely dialed it back. Mm-hmm. I haven't put champagne in my bath in a long time, but I'm not opposed. <laughs> um, but I just love it so much. I did not put milk in my bath today and I was kind of like, Ugh. I thought about it. But um, yeah. so what I am thinking about doing is offering it to other people maybe about offering it to clients. I don't know. I think that's another level of intimacy as well. Yeah. And I don't know. I think it's also really unexpected. So I'd have to like test that out because like I definitely didn't go from shower to champagne bath. But um, I think again, like how else can I share joy to the point where it becomes opulent joy where it's like uh, uh you know it's excessive how can joy be a luxury yeah and I don't I've, I've found a way to do that for myself and it's unmatched and
0: like have you have you ever
1: taken a honey and champagne bath?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have not but you make you're making me think about it. You need to take a look at that. I I I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Go get
1: you a cheap bottle of Andre champagne. If mm-hmm. you want, you don't have to do the uh, the the you don't have to do a fancy one. It can be if you want a drink, that's fine. But you can get a cheap one, put some honey in there. If you want to get like some flowers from the front of the grocery store, girl, just do you like oh. Am
0: I a, am
1: I a mixed drink right now? <laughs> just do it. Just,
0: just do it. So, oh my god! As yeah, a former I bartender, I love the idea of a mixed drink bath time. Like <laughs> <laughs>
1: so you could get wild and
0: crazy. You I know? am a mojito. Thank you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you on Monday,
0: <laughs> I stand. I there is there i love this so much okay so there's three things coming up for me one is not everything that is like wonderful for you needs to be something you monetize just throwing that out there for your brain yes. about yes say that
1: mm-hmm. shit
0: mm-hmm. yes oh my God. Um, two being there's this thing called the nap ministry um,, yes. yes, and it's like a whole thing about like rest as resistance, so like this idea of mm-hmm. taking time to like luxuriate in a bath, like that is also an act of resistance against the capitalist machine that says that we just need to keep working, um, uh-huh. and like it's not all about productivity, right? Mm-hmm. um, and then another piece. Oh, what was it? It was there, oh, it's right there. Um, it was right there. I had it. I hate when that happens. Okay, okay. bath. Baths are my shit. Oh, I got it. Bath. I, okay, got it. I got okay. it. I got it. You had said something a, a while ago about celebration um and like jumping the champagne in the, in the bath and that you are the celebration and i also wanted to touch on this idea of celebration as a revolutionary act like there's so much there there's so much in uh in american culture specifically where we mm-hmm. whitewash culture to uh-huh. remove celebrate like celebrations of different cultures to remove mm-hmm. celebration of self, mm-hmm. um, and so like, I I mean I think pride is a perfect example of like uh, mm-hmm. of bringing back celebration
1: of mm-hmm. self
0: culture of a of of self. So I love yeah. that you're just like I am the celebration. Like I don't yeah. have an excuse for this. Like I'm gonna put champagne in my bath.
1: Yeah,
0: celebrate myself.
1: One of my favorite words is selfish.
0: <laughs> yes. And
1: <laughs> I remember, like, of course, even saying that, like, it's difficult for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, listening to a podcast about the Oprah Winfrey show and talking about, like, they were talking about episodes from the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. and how Oprah had asked, like, you know, for everybody that was a mom to write, you know, the order of priorities, like, who are the most important people in their lives or things. Mm-hmm. And... The guest that was on that day, she was like, Okay, where are you on this list? And of course, typically everyone was last. And she said, You should be first. And she was booed. <gasps> she, the guest, the, the woman was booed. She says, How are you supposed to be all of these things, but you haven't taken care of yourself? You know, they would put, up a wife, I'm a mom, and me. my children, husband, God you know pta whatever but the idea that you were supposed to be last when you wake up and you were actually the most powerful person in your world and most people don't associate themselves as, as powerful yeah so selfish to me is like reclaiming a word of i must look out for myself yes i must take care of myself i must prioritize myself it's 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 critical, as a matter of
0: fact. Yeah, there's um, I w- I was doing this of all places. This was such a strange place for this to come up, but this phrase has stuck with me. I was in an uh, a sign language interpreter training program for a while, and there was a whole section where we learned about like self care um, mm-hmm. of of our bodies, of our minds, of our hands to make mm-hmm. sure that we well, the phrase that was said was you cannot serve from an empty vessel. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you just, you have to take care of yourself. You have to put your own oxygen mask on first. It's true. Yeah.
1: Even before your children, in that case, in a plane, you must. And um, so it's, again, it is revolutionary to be the priority in your life
0: absolutely it is
1: revolutionary to rest
0: yeah it's your story right like yeah yeah
1: yeah absolutely and and so all of those things I've taken them on so that I can be joyful I can be joyful because actually I've, I've rested really well, and I took a bath today, and I covered my body in jojoba and coconut oil, and I rested well. And then I listened to Leon, to Leon uh, Bridges' "River" uh, about I my five times all of to just
0: belt Ooh, out. Really? The world. You're kidding? You're uh, kidding? So so <laughs> no,
1: like I okay. First of all, I didn't learn about this song until like two weeks ago. Ugh. I didn't know I didn't know so then I spent because I, I was in Houston for work and so like like for a good week at least seven days before I met that trip I listened to that song on repeat yep just like analyzing the words and like singing it and it, it's it's it is sensual while also
0: being very prayerful yeah and oh it's a juicy girl it is it is so juicy it is so good and mm-hmm. it's, the guitar part all of it is yes. just like there's so there's like passion and love and and it's delicate but it's powerful yes. oh I love it so mm-hmm. much oh my god okay I have I have one more question and then we're okay. gonna rapid fire um, okay. and I'm also going to say tank, thank you for bringing this fantastic human into my life. Um, <laughs> okay. So what is something that you want the greater public to understand about sex workers or sex work as whole? Mm,
1: why do I want to cry? <laughs> why do I want to cry? Um, whether- whether the provider knows it or not, whether the client knows it or not, sex work is a spiritual act. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I have long said that um, when we, like, as humans have sex, it's the only way that we're able to create lives so we get to play God together. Mm. And so, therefore, the pussy is a temple, so you need to show up and be ready to pray. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A- and you better say amen. You better say Amen. Uh-huh. amen. Um, and so, because this work is ancient, it's a part of human history, right? It's lingering. There's folklore. There's... You know, these sex workers do history that we celebrate. And because clients show up time and time and again, Mm -hmm. millennia after millennia, they show up to receive healing and pleasure. People go to temples for the same reason. Mm -hmm. They show up for some level of rapture or exaltation or a good time. People go to church because the music is good. Right. Right. So, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be deep and ritualistic and, you know, esoteric, but wherever I believe, I believe that wherever there is pleasure to be sought out and pleasure to be found, that if we enjoy that pleasure and we leave and we are made better than when we arrive, then that is a spiritual act. Mm. So for me, the joy and the lingerie and the dinners and the, you know, the, what makes our eyes roll back into our heads. Mm. Like, that is all for me, like, still a spiritual act. So, for anybody listening, like, yeah, for some of us, like, we're, we're spiritual artists and we're sensitive about our shit.
0: Mm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Spiritual artists. I love that. Also, when you said you better say amen, I was just. What came up for me was um, "Outcasts, A Love Below." There's a track where mm-hmm. they say, "Ah, lady." Yeah! Yes! Yes! yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, man! Ah, lady! Ah. Yes! <laughs>
1: well, what song? No, I forget. That is that is a track where Andre is praying. And he's like, "She ain't even got to have a big old ass." You yeah. Know? Just love
0: something. something yeah, it's a good yeah a Prelude. It's a prelude to um. Sophisticated to aristocrat. Yeah. to
1: sing. Clean up the act. I'm not sing.
0: God damn it, Parker. <laughs> 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 uh, we're here for it. Okay, oh, I'm gonna nice. do. I'm gonna do rapid fire questions. Okay. Um, are you ready? Oh, I'm nervous. Okay. I don't. These are, yeah. <laughs> don't be nervous. Okay. Pancakes or waffles. Ooh, mm. I'm gonna go with waffles
1: because you gotta work to get the butter in the middle, and then you feel really proud. I'm gonna go with waffles. Mhm.
0: Vanilla or chocolate. Vanilla, but make it like actual vanilla bean. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mhm. Gold or silver.
1: Gold all day. Have you ever seen gold come out of a tomb and it's 5,000 years old and it's still pretty? It's no,
0: but I I'm, imagine that's like. Incredible. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, I've never been there, but like just think about like pharaohs and ancient tombs. Like you never saw someone pull out silver right. and you're like, oh, that was a king. No, you bury people with gold so that like everybody
0: knows what's up. Gold all day long. Gold favorite place you've ever been? Ooh, damn. Ooh.
1: Ooh, this is hard.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know what? I'm going to just say on an airplane because I've been to some beautiful places. I can't pick a city. So I'm just thinking about, no, I'm not going to say that because that's trying to be too deep. Where (laughs) is my favorite (laughs) no (laughs) Uh, golly okay so um gosh this is hard because I've been to like a few countries and Mm -hmm. like seen amazing things Mm -hmm. um I am going to pick Guatemala Mm. uh the milk champagne which is like a collection of like rivers and pools from the mountains and in the interior of the country yeah and you can only get there like like riding through the jungle and so oh. yeah I was like on the back of a some kind of jeep or something riding through the jungles of Guatemala to get to and from some of like, Champaign.
0: so oh that sounds amazing yeah man that's <laughs> what I, I, I don't know I'll go with that one that's a good one Um, A book from your mandatory reading list. Oh, shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm a nerd. Um, (laughs) God. Okay, so this is really hard because I can think of, can I give two? Sure, yeah. Okay, one of them is by Osho, and it's called Sex Matters from Sex to Superconsciousness. Cool. So I won't give a synopsis, but that's one. And then the other one is um, the original translation of the Kama Sutra, mm, mm-hmm. because you know we think Kama Sutra is a is a picture book of positions, but actually the Kama Sutra is a manual and ancient text on the ways of relating first with self and then with others. And there is a section specifically on and for courtesans.
0: Oh, very cool. That is very It's like like the Bible. It's like our Bible. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm going to have to check that out. Um, A song, an album, or a musical artist that you're currently (laughs) obsessed with.
1: Okay. Song. I've been repeating River by
0: Leon Bridges. So we'll, we'll go there. Yeah. Perfect. Um, what is your hidden talent? I'm a jeweler. Yeah. It's gold. I'm yes. a trained
1: jeweler and goldsmith. And I can tell a lot of gemstones. It's like with the naked eye. And um I can't grade diamonds, but I am like have a real eye for them, like, cut and, like, inclusions and stuff for that. So I get really, really turned on by jewelry because mm-hmm. I love, like, I have a lot of books on jewelry and, like, jewelry history and cultural jewelry and have definitely melted gold and made things and, like, oh, God, uh, uh, That's I love jewelry. So cool
0: love the art form of jewelry it is fantastic um finish this sentence good sex is (laughs) good sex is period it just exists girl well you did finish that
1: (laughs) That's that's all I got girl my body is having like a reactionary, like a response, like it's initiating a lubrication sequence. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm telling you, good sex is memorable. Like my temperature is actively going up right now. I think because I'm a Scorpio. Like I'm thinking about good sex, and like my nose is sweating.
0: That's I'm nice. sorry
1: to all the listeners. I think I have a problem. <laughs> 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 I think, yeah, man, I've got a condition.
0: So don't, I, don't judge me. I love that. Um if you had one superpower, what would it be? Ah, mm. oh, damn. Ooh, okay. Have you seen
1: Encanto? I haven't yet. I need to. Okay. It. It's so. so, will not, so people who have, people who have seen it will know like I wish that I could like hear conversations that were very very far away.
0: Mm. Cause Very that,
1: true. yeah, man, you just, yeah, yeah. I would, I would, I would, yeah, yeah. I would be like the CIA, even better. Yeah, super ultimate mm-hmm. dropping sort of situation. Super ultimate, like I could like like zone in, like what's the mayor talking about right now? Okay, mayor's ordering Uber Eats. I'll check out somebody else. But like, uh-huh. yeah, I just, yeah. If anybody's seen in concert, you know what I'm talking about. But yes, I would have Love like it. super amazing
0: hearing. That's such a good one. Um, What is something simple that brings you joy? Ooh.
1: You want to know what brought me joy this morning? The very first thing. What? I opened my eyes and I saw like the headboard of my bed and it's yellow and it made me smile. And I was like, this is a really good color for the morning. Literally that was today that's fantastic yeah it's like the sun hits this and it's the perfect yellow and that was that was how I started my day today
0: I love that so much <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like I'm easy to please this is like sex babies sunlight smiles
0: <laughs> yes music it's but music. the thing is when you have simple joys and simple pleasures like mm. everything it's just it's better it's like you gotta yeah. have the, the easy access points to joy because
1: everything cause everything else can get real crunchy real quick so we mm. gotta be able to split back into things that are simple and saucy and good and so if the color yellow in the morning is what did it i'm gonna take it
0: i love it yeah. that is the end of our rapid fire questions do not go away from me, Parker. I cannot stand <laughs> it. Like,
1: I want to come over right now and make a sandwich and, like, play with your cat. Right. Oh okay. God. Well, that sounds really sexy. I want to come over and play with your feline. <laughs> I'm <I've been> very <laughs> suggestive on a sex workers podcast. Oh, my and God. I also have the mind of a 13 year old sometimes.
0: It's important. It's again yeah. simple joys. It's fun. Yes, yeah, so there, <laughs> it there it is. Oh, well, God. let's say goodbye to the listeners. I won't leave you. We'll just stop recording and then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay, we'll keep going. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Yes, thank you
0: for being here. This has been so much fun.
1: That's the point.
0: <laughs> We're supposed to have fun. And then it's contagious. Yes. Listeners, go forth and have fun. Mm -hmm. Go forth
1: and prosper. Go forth and giggle. If you have not masturbated today, you should do it. Second. Or make time in your day to do it. And I hope everyone has a really good meal and a nap. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. And there you have it, folks. A fantastic interview with a fantastic human, Makeda Joy. Um, Yeah, all Makeda's links are going to be in the show notes. All the links to things we talked about are going to be in the show notes. Um, I try to to make sure that you have access to the things we refer to. Answers links, podcast links, all the things in the show notes. Check them out. They're pretty sweet. Um, Yeah, I really hope that y'all go forth in your day and find something that brings you joy. Um, Aside from this podcast, of course. (laughs) Um, But find something that brings you joy, even if it's just small, you know? Um, There are times where I just buy some raspberries from the grocery store and that's like my joyful thing. Sometimes it's like getting my hands in the dirt because I love getting my hands in the dirt. It feels... uh, I don't even... Yeah, it's joyful. It is a joyful act for me. So whatever joy is for you, I hope you find some today and every day, really. Uh, Cultivate that resilience, y'all. We need it. It's time for a space fact. Um, I've been curious about black holes lately, and, uh, I found out recently, we're just gonna, there's gonna be a few different facts here, um, that there are three different kinds of black holes. There's primordial black holes, which are little, um, I mean, they can be itty-bitty, like tiny atom-sized, or about the size of a mountain, so I guess it depends on how you want to describe little, um, there are stellar black holes, stellar. Um, these are the most common black holes and they can be about 20 times more massive than the sun or they can be about as big as the sun. Um, there's a whole bunch of these in the Milky Way. There's a whole bunch of these all over the place. And then there's super massive black holes, um, which I feel like is self-explanatory, um, but they're The largest of the black holes and can be uh, like one million times more massive than the sun. So that's all very interesting um, and really puts things into context as far as like how tiny we are. (laughs) If small is as big as a mountain, Um, yup. And then um, there's this cool thing that happens. So black holes are only dangerous the closer you get to them, like when you get real, real, real close, close enough to get sucked in. Um, so let's say that this is an interesting thing around time. So that Someone falls into a black hole and someone is witnessing this. Like you push someone in, um, whoever you want to, really. I'm just going to let your imagination have fun with that. Say you push someone into a black hole and you're just watching this occur. The person you pushed into this black hole, they're concept of time slows down relative to you watching the f- it's it's a it's a thing that happens and it's explained by um Einstein's theory of general relativity which talks about how when you're going at extreme speeds your concept of time slows down basically it's it's exactly what it what it what i just said <laughs> Uh, your concept of time is affected by, not even the concept like time, your time is affected by the speeds the extreme speed you're going at Um, extreme speed being like the speed of light Um, so that's cool, black holes are crazy Um, and yeah, if you push someone in uh, they'll stay young forever so it's an idea (laughs) All right, everybody. Uh, enjoy, enjoy that fact. I hope that uh, helps you in your daily life. And um, nanu nanu, motherfuckers. <laughs> So during the interview, I couldn't put it in, but Makeda Joy and I sang this song together, and us singing it together didn't really work uh, audio-wise. So, Makeda Joy, this is for you. Been traveling these wide roads for so long. My heart's been far from you. Ten thousand miles gone, and ooh, I wanna come near and give you every part of me. But there's blood on my hands and my lips are unclean. Take me to your river. I wanna go. Oh, 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 oh take me to your river I'll...